Bites and Bites Podcast is the perfect wrestling podcast. Tights and Bites Podcast. Tights and Bites. One pod makes you larger and one pill makes you small. And the pods that mother gives you don't do anything at all. Go as podcast when she's ten feet tall. And if you, anyway, welcome <laughs> to Tights and Fights, the show that discusses. I am glad this isn't a visual podcast. I'm brought back. Maybe I'll just do all uh, Jefferson Airplane, Jefferson Starship, and Starship songs. For I the just next, say at uh, least through the rest of, of the year. I mean, like that we should be. We built thing. this mm-hmm. podcast. Uh, that's a preview. We're not going to do it yet. We might have done that one. I'm not yeah. going to lie. There's a good chance in the what, like 800 episodes yeah, of this we we've done, this Julian. There's a chance we've done that. It, it works, Al. It's right there. It's right there listen i'm gonna put this out there when i pass away i what i want at my funeral is for that song to start you know and they do all like the, we built this city. and there's like a whole lead into it oh yeah but then when the lead singer starts i pop out of my coffin suspended <laughs> and i'm i'm wired yes. and sing the whole thing to a light show I That's what I want. promise i've wanted that for years i will do my damnedest to make that happen now because I, I want that. I want that for I've, all I've of already, us. I've already started yeah. the GoFundMe. <laughs> GoFundMe. Anyway, this is Tights and Fights. You know all the rest. I'm first love match, Hal Lublin, and I'm joined today by my fellow members of the Nation of Conversation. Are you ready? Danielle Radford. Are you ready? No one's ready. Just me. I look like a 90s skate kid today, by the way. <laughs> you do. Hair all over the place. I can't, my bangs kind of make me look like I have a mullet. I, I have it. a tie dye shirt on. It's Do you a need mess. a snack break so you can go get some gushers? <gasps> Blue raspberry. Mom only has grape drink. <laughs> <laughs> also, that other laugh you heard was the right pit, Lindsay Kelp. It feels yeah. like a pit right now. <laughs> like a pit. <laughs> Although uh, I'm joining Danielle at the skate park because I just bought some wide leg brown cords. Excuse me. And we're going to have to have a whole conversation. No, right? And they came and I'm like, what? Um, what? But I love them. And sometimes I just wear them in my house and pretend it's uh, 2001. And it's a great time. Dudes might know this. They might not. But back when, like, uh, 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 what was it? Jinkos were really big. <laughs> figuratively and literally <laughs> there used to be this crotch pocket that was literally a little tiny velcro pocket in the crouch and the point of that was for uh the girls that were in your crew to put the drugs because when you go to a rave and they frisk you they yep. don't go above the knee on women and so the point of that was that was where the ecstasy went i love really functional clothing uh, it doesn't it doesn't because they're from american eagle and american eagle oh. did not think this through no they did not cotton to that nonsense no. they are gonna literally dissolve at the thighs the second time i wear them but they've made me so happy y2k is happening baby uh, I want to say it's happening in wrestling, but I think wrestling is always Y2K. So wrestling maybe, is it all- is. maybe it's on trend. Maybe it's back. Crouch pocket. <laughs> <Lindsay>. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> You've been gone for a while. 
a while. You can get a chance to talk about Candice LeRae's debut. Oh, how I talked about Sammy it. Zone. Just not here. Oh, you did? <laughs> just you, okay, not here. Okay, great. Oh, that was the noise I heard. I talked about it to people who don't even know what it is. I talked to the Instacart delivery guy. I <laughs> talked to my aunt. Uh, I talked to the cats. The cats knew. The cats actually did get it. I took Candace, like, even more intensely, I think, than I took Johnny, because I may sure. or may not have been crying, saying, but she's a mother. Uh, and that's, I love to see mommies back in the workplace, and I love to see <sighs> places that support mommies. So mm. I wept like a small child. Um, that was really special. And Sammy just, I cannot with that man. The emotional intelligence it, that he is able to express, the vulnerability the the way that he is happy to you know be himself and feel his feelings on tv i mean he's he's being dumb as fuck as we all know but he's doing it in a very vulnerable way and i love it it's like when they used to yeah. say that triple h like oh he has like educated feet and with sammy it's like well he's got educated like meat brains everything the couch is on fire the chair is on fire but yeah. i don't see any of it so i'm still there hello doing the two-step hello right? and my man runs in with a fire extinguisher she's like where's my dog where's my dog i go my dog my dog i'm right here <laughs> Yeah, I, I wish I was there. I wish I was there. That sounds like some funny. <clears throat> oh my god. Oh. Oh, hey, Jay. I don't know anyone that's doing it better in wrestling right now. It's all there. Every feeling, every time, and it's so huge, you can't miss it. But he doesn't even have to say anything. It's just always there. This has been... Um... I have to be careful to say this because I, I had to experience an entire week when my mother passed away. This has been one of one of the worst weeks I've had in a few years. Mm. It's been bad for a variety of reasons. Bad news, stuff I wasn't looking forward to that got pushed for reasons that make me even more depressed. I'm tired, but I wake up early and then I go to sleep late and eating terribly. And But, you know, one thing I did not do is get Superman punched in practice like Jordan Poole did by Draymond Green. Nor did <laughs> I have a co-worker talk crap about me and then get into a fight with them backstage and get sent home. Now, those of you savvy wrestling fans know that I'm talking about mm. Sammy Guevara and Andrade. I will not say the second part of that because it is ridiculous to me. Uh, Andrade and Sammy got into a fight. The initial reports were that Sammy started it. Then the next, uh, it seems like the majority of the reports are that Andrade mm-hmm. uh, uh, started it. And that is the reason why he was sent home and Sammy was not. But honestly, you know, that Sammy was trying to avoid a fight, but it's, all so it's just a petty. bad look. It's so petty. And if it's okay saying, okay, maybe Sammy was trying yeah. to avoid a fight physically in the arena. We don't know. I we would. weren't there. But he was very happy to get into it on Twitter, which to me is the equivalent of talking shit behind your back, then refusing to deal with it face to face. So, you know, I'm like, you're all talking shit. And he was very aggressive on Twitter. He was very aggressive. 100% throwing rocks and hiding your hand. Right? And let's all remember the social media rule don't say something on social media that you wouldn't say to someone's face because eventually you will be face to face with that person. And I believe. The actual law as written uh, in the Constitution is if you say something about someone on Twitter, they get to punch you in the nuts. I think that's in the Constitution. I only recently became a citizen. I had to study it. (laughs) You can take my word for it. 
Uh, if you go back to England, it's in the Magna Carta. It's all the way back in there. And I'm pretty That's like fucking one of the certain. rules that like Luther like tapped on. Yes, like, it's like <laughs> right in between snitches get stitches and go fuck yourself. Like it's in between those two. Right, these are just Donnie rules. I, I don't, I can't tell you. I'm just speaking about history. If you were to check the Ten Commandments, can you name them all and say for sure that's not one of them? I no, don't know. I can't. I'm sure I stitches get stitches are somewhere. Um, it's got to be. It's got to be. It's a basic human right. <laughs> non You get brought up again in The Hague. If they bring you to The Hague, that's the first thing they say to you. So oh. everyone be aware. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's in. I'm pretty sure it's in one of those like ye old tales where it's like snitcheries gets in ditcheries or like something like that. Like, <laughs> thou, shalt <laughs> thou shalt receive stitches. Snitches shalt receive stitches. It's very easy to look at this and say this is a hyper toxic locker room. There, there are a lot of huge problems backstage. Tony Khan is really bad at running a company. He's even worse at actually managing talent. All he has is money um, is and no real that. sense. Wow. His father or his grandfather or someone down the line is the one that made all the money and he gets to play businessman over and over again. But the reality is, I think about this a lot because now we're in an era where everything that happens instantly gets leaked to the internet mm-hmm. where everyone gets mm-hmm. to read it and form a an initial bedrock strong opinion based yes. on whoever <laughs> reports the information first that yes. is not to say that in Vern Gagne's AWA or NWA or Mid-South or WWF slash E at various points, that stuff like this wasn't happening regularly. We just didn't hear about it. We especially didn't hear about it during kayfabe times. But I think that's partly social media and partly because uh, the guys, mostly at the time being mostly guys, I'm not discounting Mm -hmm. women. Maybe it happened with the women. Well, we know it did. There was very dark shit happened with the women. But I think the wrestlers at the time also respected and adhered to the kayfabe code like they they respect even if they hated each other they Mm. respected the business and they kept their business to themselves you know so it's like yes Mm. there was no social media to leak it to but also everyone kept their business behind closed doors so you wouldn't have seen it behind outside the arena you wouldn't have seen any of it Mm. yeah but like the ability to be able to keep kayfabe was part of how you kept your job yeah for like many many years and then when kind of kayfabe dropped and it became like hey we acknowledge we're sports entertainment and it may vary how much we acknowledge it and in what Mm -hmm. place or at what time with what people once vincent kennedy mcmahon got the complete (laughs) monopoly on any on everything it was like buttholes tightened up Folks were not speaking. <laughs> Things were not like they, they, folks just were not speaking. Mm-hmm. And this is not a we got to give it to him because I will never do that. But this is a when you have a monopoly and there's really only one place where people can work and actually make a living without having to get a side job or a side hustle. And this was before the era of remember, like being able to sell your own merch online easily. There right. was that kind of like 10 year gap where it's like, yeah, I there might be message boards, but I will control everything that you say. Yep. Because what the fuck are you going to do about it? This is it. There's such a big difference to me between throwing hands backstage, which we know happened, versus going on the internet and talking shit about your coworkers, which we are seeing 
And again, not to single out AEW, but that's where we're seeing it happen. That's where the majority of it is coming from. I mean, it's almost as if someone built a wrestling company from the ground up full of very disgruntled people with chips on their shoulders. And I can't work out why they thought these people might continue to be somewhat disgruntled if they weren't getting 100% entirely their own way. What? Well, because it turned out that the chip on their shoulders was actually a one chip challenge. <laughs> it's like, as soon as you eat it, it's like, oh no, hot chips. I shouldn't not have picked this chip. Teary eyes. Yeah, just gross. Like, where's the milk? <laughs> There's no milk. Tony has all the milk. You have to go and see Tony if you want the milk. It's like nursery school. You will get a milk, but only when you behave and sit on your cushion, he will distribute the milk. It might be slightly warm, but you'll be grateful yeah. for it because you need the milk. Well, and... I will say this, Andrade did do a shoot interview, which I think is what, but even in that, like, if you watch the interview, he wasn't being a dick about it. He was just saying, hey, this is a thing that happened. We talked about it. We're cool now. And then Sammy gets on Twitter and is basically like, you bitch, fuck you, Ric Flair's bitch. It's like, yeah, damn. I wish I'd been there because I truly believe that's exactly what you said. <laughs> Sat at home, surrounded by very expensive kittens and his wife, being like, Rick Flair's bitch, uh, just in while, his own while home. While typing, yeah. you bitch. <laughs> yeah, you bitch. <laughs> oh, with that little You quiff. motherfucking bitch. <laughs> you bitch. Rick Flair's I bitch. I you, bitch. Oh, you've really... Rick Flair's bitch. You've, you've tickled me there, Danielle. You've tickled me there. <laughs> Thank you for that. I needed it. Oh... Sammy. I mean, Andrade, not without fault, obviously. Andrade, known to be a proud man, happy to speak his opinions. But Rufus Bitch was I mean. Bitch. And that's one of those things where I'm like, oh, he meant to throw them hands. Yeah. Because everyone was theorizing that he threw them hands because he wanted to, to be released. Out. And now it's like, oh, no, they told him, you are not Jordan Peele. You are not getting out. Oh. And so he was like, oh. I'm a duty's hands anyway. He's so close to going into Tony's Yikes. office and biting him on the bottom. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> he's going to get Charlotte to come in holding a dog so a dog can be removed and then he's going to bite Tony on the bottom because that's the only way you can get sent home for a prolonged period of time. Just have him do a scrum after the next show. That should, that should do it. Oh, yeah. I will pay for the spindrifts. Who is sending the muffins? <laughs> I will take we'll them. We'll all crack open a spindrift. <laughs> it's delightful. It's lovely. Uh, it's Costco so sells them for a very good price as well. So if he needs them, them, let me know. I will deliver mm -hmm. them myself. Any of the citrus flavors? Mm -hmm. What were your thoughts about the AEW anniversary show, which I did not watch because I was in a black pool of despair? I did watch it and remained <laughs> also all? in a Blackpool Combat Club of Despair. Um, <laughs> you like what I did. <laughs> I yeah, yeah, did. I loved what you did. That's from the show. I thought it was mostly fine. Um, I, it's so weird, isn't it? Because I really want, even when I watch it, I want to enjoy it. Because why would I spend two hours of my life looking to not enjoy something? Like, <laughs> yes, <laughs> I'm not a Republican. So I don't understand why anyone would do that. But even watching it, trying to enjoy it, there's still so much of it where I'm like, come on, you guys. Like, Brian Cage is back. I'm like, wait, wasn't he like saying, I want to leave? I hate this. Match. And then he was like, it's not a comeback. I'm like, it is. It is. It is a bit, though. Um, and it is still. You're so, not LL Cool J. You don't get to tell us to not call, call it, it a comeback. comeback. I, I. Like, come on. He just got such a, a nice face. I think he just so struggles to be a monster because he has such a nice face. 
He looks so happy to be right? there. Right? He always looks so great. He's grateful. like the happiest Terminator. What's it, like a Smilinator? <laughs> the like happiest he's... Terminator. Oh, that's a great children's book, Daniel. You should pitch that. You should write that. You're the one who writes children's books. <laughs> like, I will not. Um, <laughs> but no, I, I thought it was fine. I I hated that that match was like, and now we go picture in picture. I'm like, show some fucking respect to Wardlow. I, I hate the way Wardlow's being treated. I want more for him. I really don't He was number one it. contender. I thought he was going to be champion. Mm-hmm. Lol. Lol at me. Uh, I, yeah, it was fine. There was good stuff. I love, I love Wheeler Yuta doing anything Wheeler Yuta does. I love MJF doing anything MJF does. The two of them together, as long as they don't try and pit them against each other in a weird promo. But that's okay. No one can be great at everything. No, and you can be the pure heart face and not be great at promos and get eaten alive by a heel as long as you are in the right. You know, like that's yes. fine, and and we know he is because MJF is is mm. is the devil. Literally, that's his thing. It's his thing that he does. Yeah, it's his whole thing. I mean, you can't be a a trash promo. No, it can't be. Yeah, no. Well, I mean, gotta it, be at least a it decent did Brit promo. okay. Like she has not suffered. Um, well, she she did until they turned her heel, and then she got she, she came a, a yeah, very then good she figured promo. It out. I have no idea how good she is now, but. She's about the same, but she's good. She's very good. I mean, we know she's plateaued because there is a glass ceiling and um, she says, no, this is fine. Let's keep it here. Let's not let any of the women. It's really like a diamond ceiling. I think it's it's a see-through. It's an acrylic ceiling (laughs) and she's laid on the top of it stopping anyone coming else through. Like, it's like, no. Oh, like a scary little spider. Yes. She's like, this is mine. That's my feeling on the women's. I don't know. Soraya got to like kick Rebel, poor Rebel. That was a bit sad. I'm down for the women's match to get better. They were on a little bit earlier this week. It was quite exciting. They were I know. Not longer, but a little bit earlier. And they just... Keep... Not quite when I had to pee. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. It was very upsetting to me because I had drank a Diet Coke, timing it, knowing when I could go. <laughs> yeah, it was fine. It was fine. I um didn't care for Sammy getting the win over Debray. So... That ending was so weird. Knowing that they knew that everything was knowing out already. Knowing that they knew. It made it very, it was a very controversial ending knowing that they knew. And I didn't know if they did that on purpose to maximize the heel heat, which I would Or if understand. that's already what was planned. I don't know. If that was the case, if they just kept the plans as were to have Sammy get the win and for Jericho Appreciation Society to celebrate over Daniel and Deeper ID. Uh, I think it was ill-judged. I think they could have very easily just just let Jericho get the win and take Sammy I mean, out of the equation for a second. We all got to acknowledge that Sammy's got go-home heat at this point. Yes, oh, um, and has for a while, I think. <laughs> because even when he did, like, the succession of a really dope move, he had, like, a great bit, and it was like, cricket, cricket. Yeah. That's how I think cricket sounds. <laughs> but yeah so there was nothing and he's doing all of his like best moves and nothing the crowd yeah. is literally sitting on their hands like and when you compare that to how they react to the acclaimed for example like that it's exactly. not like it was a quiet crowd that crowd can be fired up but they were not there for sammy this week they were there for making fun of stuttering which was quite disappointing the snitches giveth and they taketh away. <laughs> the snitches is they giveth and thou'st taketh away. I studied theater. I don't know how to speak so old English. Good at it. She's so good at it. But I didn't I didn't think it felt like an anniversary show um, for 
To wrap well, up. Well, I think there are very obvious reasons why it didn't feel like an anniversary show. Because an anniversary show, you have your EVPs. Yeah, right. The people who Maybe. started the company. Maybe just have them pop and along. On the show. Yeah. And even if you don't have Cody, you have your other EVPs. Yeah, the EVPs. How many people on that show were there for the first show? Well, Sammy was one of the four pillars, apparently. Well, Sammy was there Sammy? and Jericho, Sammy. I guess. And um, I did chuckle when John Moxley uh, called Hangman Kid. <laughs> I was like, oh, baby, he's been here forever. You're a sweet kid. Like a lot of kids around here, you say, mouth gets you in trouble. I'm going to let you off the hook just once. But this is your final warning. You got 13 days. You watch your damn mouth. I thought that was adorable. I just free the hangman one. I, I can't keep watching it. He just doesn't look like he's having a great time. But I'm excited for that match. For whatever it means. Um, yeah. Hangman was there. Uh, there, were, there were some people. We got uh, Jungle Brit. Boy and Britt was there. Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus were there. Yeah, but when you talk about the three-year anniversary of AEW, come on. It's got to be the elite. And I want to see the whole be... roster out on the stage with a cake and someone gets cake in their face. And I know they're not that company, but don't call it an anniversary celebration if you're not going to have some kind of shenanigans. I demand my shenanigans. Oh, Lord. It was okay, Hal. To answer your question from several thousand minutes ago, Hal, it was okay. It was okay. It was pretty good. Pretty okay. Sounds like... Look, and I'll always back Wheeler Yuta because he's from from my hometown. I love his tights. I know that's a weird thing to stand for, but I really like those tights with like the 70s roller disco stripes. They're very cool. Gear is very much a part of what gets someone over. Yeah. That is part of the package. Just seems like a nice guy. Like, if I needed a wrestler to help me because my car was broken down, he would be one of my top five picks. Because I just feel like he'd go above and beyond. I don't think he'd be like, well, do you want to use my phone to call someone? I think he'd be like, well, do you have a jack? Like, let me take a look at it. Like, he might not fully be able to fix it, but he would totally try. You don't have a jack, Lindsay I do not have a jack. I've got got shit. I've been in your car. (laughs) You don't have a jack. (laughs) Such a piece of shit. Uh, I no, do have amazing. a membership. Actually, no, I, I fucking them, so. love your car, by the way. I think it's amazing. They but it is also the like. Fiat 500 you don't. And I can now never get rid of it. <laughs> no, it's yours now. Forever. It's a classic. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I have it's a classic. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, you can't, you can't get rid of it now. You own it forever unless you sell it for a, too much money. And I can't because it's in a mess. But anyway, I feel like That's Wheeler nice. would help. I think he'd help. Which other wrestlers would, would help, help you help. fix your car? Let us know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's know about it. Oh, you know what? I kind of want to skip all the WWE stuff. It's such a great way to get out of the segment. Let us know which wrestlers you think would help yes. you in your car in our Facebook group. You can hear more about what we thought about wrestling on our Twitter pages. And when we come back, it's the EST on the POD. That's up next on Tights and Fights. And now, a live reading from Rachel's Poetry Corner. Elephant's Theremin's Clifton, Neopet's Pore Strips Jepson, Pine Smell Jellybean's Goalie Goals, Skittles, Squirrels, and the Mole, Celery Chopsticks Pumpernickel, A Case of You by Joni Mitchell, Lullabies Tie-Dye, The More You Know, all of these things on our wonderful show. All of these things and more wait for you 
Unwonderful every Wednesday on MaximumFun.org or wherever you download podcasts. Welcome back to Tights and Fights. I'm Hal Lublin, and I'm joined today by... Danielle Rathford. And... Lindsay Kelk. Now it's time to give one corner of the wrestling world some extra attention. This is our main event! Anal bleeding. Whoa! Holy shit! I love Kate! On a hard fart victory. Live, Hal. What? It's like a warm shower. Mm-hmm. I might need to include a new what at the end when uh, last week when Paige was like, you're one to talk about my name, Britt. And then Britt just goes, what? Rhymes with shit. Oh, God. Well, don't remind well, me. That's so depressing. Oh, can we add that to the, the main event oh, thing? Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Your name rhymes with shit. Holy shit, your name rhymes with shit. Your name oh rhymes God. with shit. I mean, it's not without precedent. That is the entire high school experience in England, that you will just spend the entire time having your name rhymed with something or like just being like aligned to something. But she also did go to school, so I don't really know where that came from. It just missed a boom roasted at the end. Yes. (laughs) Ever since Bianca Belair won the 2021 Royal Rumble, she's had the rocket ship strapped to her back. She's main evented WrestleMania. She's won the title multiple times and has really gotten over as a beloved babyface. Which is crazy because I remember her debuting in NXT as a heel, but then like... The hair, the gimmick, she was good on the mic already. Like, you kind of want to cheer cheer her. And then she shows up at WWE as a babyface out of the gate and is still being cheered. That is very rare. Like, how many stars can we think of who who showed up and were, like, maybe middling to, uh, to okay because they were a baby face and like, oh, we're supposed to cheer for this person. Great. I have no reason to cheer for them. It's way easier to get someone to boo you right away than to cheer you right away. But people loved her. Ever since I've been a child, I have just been naturally gifted. Bianca Belair, well, she's not the EST of NXT for nothing. Things have come easy to me. I've been good at everything. The fastest, the strongest, the baddest. I've been the EST from the very start. I was bred to be the best. Some of it is carryover from NXT. Some of it is just how good she is. And it, like the the big question I have just looking at her, how long does that gravy train run before you have to turn her heel? Well, she's already been heel. And that was like part of I mean, in, what... On main yeah, roster. On, yeah, on main roster. Yeah, for sure. And the fact that they were able to, because she is on paper... An amazing heel. Like, come on. Mm-hmm. She can talk. Oh, I she can't can t- wait. I can't wait. The instant they turn her heel, literally everything I own is going to have like a mouth print on it. Literally, you will not <laughs> see me outside without a big braid and a mouth print across to my chest. Um, she is, I, I think for a lot of folks, um, most of her... Why am I fucking? This is Tyson fights. She's fucking black, and we're rooting for everyone black. I don't know why I'm like trying to parse my words because this is Tyson fights. This is our podcast. We know. We she know. Is amazing. She was a track star for a million years. She in the um combine 
overtook everyone. Even the dudes were like, no, like we don't know if we can get her. She lifted Otis. There is no surprise or reason why you shouldn't be into Bianca Belair. I liked her when she was Bianca Blair. I didn't understand why they added the extra syllable, but it was cute and it's fun and we like it. And it's, her thing has always been, I'm extra, but you're gonna love me for it. That's why it's the EST. I'm the strongest. I'm, I'm so often black women are punished for that exact thing where it's like, you're extra, you're not professional. You're not this, you're not that. And the styles that you wear in 10 years, you're gonna see some white girl on TikTok or in your office wearing those same styles and it's fine, whereas we get punished for it. She makes her own gear. She does her own hair. She does her own makeup. She is extra in the best possible way that most black women get punished for, especially when you're a dark-skinned black woman like Bianca Belair. The way I always think about Bianca, because again, I also love her. And every time she's on TV, my little heart lifts. Yeah. Because I just, I just like her so much. It always <laughs> reminds me, obviously, like I write books um, and I write rom-coms, which is mm -hmm. a very specific genre. And I have also worked in the beauty industry, um, in PR and as a, as a beauty podcaster. And they are two industries, obviously very much tailored to women. Mm. And even though they are tailored to women and we're trying to sell stuff, you're trying to sell romance novels, you're trying to sell products, forever, which Danielle will know all too fucking well, Ooh. black women and women of color were excluded from these conversations because mm -hmm. the straight white man at the top of the company and all the women underneath him, they all said, we can't make money off a black audience because they don't buy these things, so we're not going to make them for them. What Which we is have like seen, a, such a, like an Ouroboros. <laughs> it's exactly. It's like, well, if you don't make it, they can't buy it. You dumb, <laughs> you dumb bitch. <laughs> you sorry, Guevara. <laughs> you, you, you little bitch. I don't know what's so. But that has been the argument for so very long. And I used to hear it from makeup companies, makeup companies that have billions of dollars, billion dollar corporations saying we can't afford to put out any more than two chocolate and mocha because they were always chocolate and mocha we can't afford to put out more than chocolate and mocha because i literally no one wrote a joke about it. that about how all makeup is you like are food. caramel you will be food latte. i will be porcelain and snow and you would be chocolate and mocha uh ingenue yes, <laughs> yes. beef we oh yeah. I, we have a new color beef stroganoff is now available local CBS. i would eat it Look, I'd rather be stuffing. They said it wouldn't sell, so they didn't make it, but they also didn't try. And it was just racist in many, many millions of different ways because they didn't want the people buying the product. They mm -hmm. believed they couldn't afford to buy the product. There were so many different filthy, horrible institutional racism yes. uh, issues at play. Same in romance. Uh, like it was, you know, like, well, white women won't read a book about a black hero or heroine, so we're not going to make it. Uh, and it's the same way, like a lot of people, you, you get more books written about men or women writing books about men because they believe men won't read books about women because they can't relate to it. Bianca Belair is the walking, talking, fucking living example of why this is wrong. She proves every single one of those people in every single one of those industries, not just wrestling, universally proves them wrong every week because it is not 
A, you're not saying, well, it's only the black people cheering. It's fucking everybody. It's fucking everybody. We love her. And if you put this out there, you will, A, you will grow your audience because you have excluded people for so long, which is duh, the last time I checked what industry is trying to do. Uh, grow audiences, bring in more money. And you will please the audience you have because she's fucking great. Like, it's, it's not I even like so she's phenomenal she's it's insane she's my new i mean i mean she's my new southern gazelle sorry no good she should well because she believes the earth is round probably hopefully and if she doesn't (laughs) and if she doesn't she's never told me and that's all i need to know right she's keeping that to herself which is is just as good thank you honestly and even seeing the way that her her co-workers respect her so much and the way that her co-workers will you Mm -hmm. know she is still new by wrestling standards she's still a baby she's such a baby in the olden days it would be like sit in your corner and watch your mouth and like you'll earn your spot she walked in and they were like she's the fucking best she's she the be. next generation yeah yeah becky was like let me put this person over we'll not talk about SummerSlam. that but they recognized that mistake and they've they've rectified it and they now she's it. had a whole year running off of what happened there of that ended up pushing her further than pulling her back i I love her so much. I want the moon. I will say when I watched this week when they did the contract signing with mm. Ding Dong Hello, A, I love these two together. I love I I, I love her new hair. I love I love Bailey's new makeup. hair. Are you kidding me? That Ooh. eye makeup? But I will say that there was an edge to Bianca in that contract signing where you can see he'll Bianca peeking out. I mean, you, you got this chip on your shoulder that has absolutely nothing to do with me. I know it might be very hard to see somebody have everything that you want but comparison is a thief of joy and you bailey (laughs) you should never compare yourself to me because you would never be me do it like me or do it better than me because you're kind of gonna see heel bianca take the bailey route right like when she turns it's gonna be like fuck all y'all you didn't appreciate me enough it's gonna be so good she's already a great heel so now, yeah, after having that. this experience being a great face and then turning back into a great heel, oh, it's going to be dangerous. I've kind of <laughs> thought like the, the piece that's been missing from her promo wise is like the super. She has a there. A lot of people have a music to her to to their promos right. and hers specifically is like, but da 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 da, but da 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 da, but da 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 da. Which is good. What she's saying is good. You know, I want to see her intense promo. I don't care if it says a heel or a face. And it's not like she's an incomplete. It's just Mm -hmm. like, you know, it would make her better. She doesn't need. It's not like it's something in ring. It's not like it's it's anything in presentation. It's promo. She can create more depth and Mm. and width to the type of promo that she gives because it is a very and but like. I also get that's who she is. I'm not saying don't do what you're doing. I'm Mm -hmm. saying add more, Mm -hmm. like, put another item or two. Like, like Gordon Ramsay, I'm going to come in and say you don't need a 500-page menu, but you do need a few signature dishes. And if you can mix those up, you're good. One of those things where Bianca is so good that, like, me and Hal can have a conversation like this where we're like, oh, here's how you could, like, tighten up your promos. Because Bianca is so good and Mm -hmm. so talented. We don't have to go through and be like it's literally like, oh my God, like you're like two steps away, three steps away from being the rock. Like that's how good she is where we're like, we're, we're uh, uh, critiquing things like that. 
um, because she's really fucking good at her job. Yeah, I mean, Don't look- you like wrestling when wrestling is good? I do. But also look at Becky Lynch, like when she was just doing puns. Before, yes, yes, yes. Insufferable. And it wasn't that she was bad on the mic at all. Like you could tell she's comfortable. She's she's done it enough that she's got like a rhythm to Mm -hmm. it. And but she she, and she loves puns. God help her. I'm not always the hugest fan of them, so that's just personal taste, which is fine. (laughs) But like it was it was unserious and then all of a sudden How has this uh, has the intro to the podcast been an exercise in torture for you for a while? <laughs> oh yeah. See how polite Pun I am? Daddy. I didn't say anything. Daddy. I'm so Pun polite. Daddy. I'm Pun practically daddy. English. I didn't say anything, right? Right, Lindsay? Isn't that so Every English week of me? I've said that I can see it in his eyes every week because I yeah. recognize it. <laughs> it just real recognizes real and it's just the light just is the... going out every single week. By the time he gets to me, he's like it's 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 there every week um but I, I i do agree i agree completely and i especially with becky hal you're so right because i think when becky um elevated to her final form mm. yeah i think it was when it got very real yeah and i think with bianca's it's so professional and it is so polished and perfect and um her in-ring is very much the same like you know it's very polished it's always there it's always right and um the thing I have enjoyed most out of her this year, and I haven't enjoyed the second run as much as I enjoyed the first, but I only mm. think that's probably because we've seen it and I'm waiting for a really fucking great challenger. And I've enjoyed this Bailey stuff for that reason. Yeah. But mm. the thing where I've enjoyed her the most this year was the match against Becky, where it was just fucking brutal. And it mm. didn't look as much like they were both getting their shit in and it was like, it's Bianca's time to shine, it's Becky's time to shine. It looked like they wanted to fuck each other up they were murdering each other right and i love it was that crimes and i want to hear that in a promo i want it to stop feeling like i'm so in control i know exactly what i'm gonna get say i yep. you might be this but i am yes. this you might say that but i'm already that i want her to lose control a little bit and to like push her to the edge i i would love to see that i feel like we could less control here yeah Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we've seen Bailey's like taking out her friends and and fucking with her mentally. Mm. We could have seen a little bit of that this week, uh, and instead it went like too confident. It went overly confident, mm. which is when it sort of started to teeter into heel ishness. I think when you get overconfident. Right. But I would really, really love to see someone come in and like undo her a little bit. I really wanted to talk about this for ages and ages and ages. What do we see for the War Games team for her? Are we thinking? Her, Oscar, Alexa, and Candice versus Damage Control yeah. and maybe Nikki. And if we're thinking that, what happens at Extreme Rules? Like, who gets the belt? Do Damage Control come into War Games with all the belts? I hope so. I would like it- to see her. I want to see her. Um, like, she doesn't need to be made, but I don't think she's at the but point But she can yet make everyone time, around her. But I don't, I don't think it's time for her to make other people yet. Really? I don't think it's time for her to make other... I think she's still young in her career. You have to have her... She can have some losing streaks. This is just my personal opinion. Like, mm-hmm. she needs to lose the title. And maybe not immediately chase. Maybe chase, but maybe get diverted to something else. Maybe she needs something else for a, for oh. a while because okay. I, I think she's good enough. Yeah, she doesn't need a title right now to be amazing. She doesn't she need can, a title. She can help 100%. make that whole she's division. A star. That mm-hmm. what they're missing more than more than anything that I think will will really help are more rivalries that don't rely on a belt. That's how you build an entire division. And I think that that's true across the board for all yep. of wrestling right now. WWE is doing a better job of it. AEW yes. 
I'm hoping they start doing a better job of it, but you're absolutely right. That's what I want. That is, I've said this before, when people have said like, oh, I miss the Attitude Era. It's like, no, you don't miss titties. You don't miss like (laughs) blowjob motions. What you miss is that every single thing made you feel important. Me and Hal were texting and I was like, Dude, they literally made me watch Sunday Night Heat. That's like, right. because they made everything feel important and not like it was just a throwaway. You know, we asked all of you what you thought. Pete on Facebook said that they would love to see a tag team championship win to get her a Grand Slam title while also lifting someone from the undercard up with such a mm. win. That'd be good. Who would you pair with? Who's a good tag team? Shotzi. Shotzi? I want Bianca on a little tank. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine her stood on the back of it, twirling the ponytail. No, and then she's and she's probably wearing like DX camo. gear or something. Yeah, she she's some for herself. Cam- either some black yeah. leather or some urban camo. And she's yeah. like, yeah, spinning the ponytail. Come on, you want to see? You want to see Beyonce? Turns out I do. Didn't know it, but it turns out I do. I'm I'm now adding studs to a waistcoat. I'm yes, I'm all in. I'm all in. The ES tank. The ES tank. <laughs> the ES tank. We're full '90s right now. It, We're full like cast. Yes, no, no. no. We got it. We're gonna be we're gonna be dazzle around. <laughs> Our good buddy Darren said that her universally agreed upon talent and appeal feels like Kurt Angle all over again, which is like an interesting. It's I, an interesting. I saw that. I was reading ahead because I don't listen to anybody else. I just wait to speak, and it, <laughs> it really like uh, it's me. He's just like me. It got me thinking. I'm like thinking like, is she Kurt Angle? And then I'm thinking like, well, she's. Super talented, came from another sport and excelled right away. Mm-hmm. So there is a, there is a lot of that there. Here's the thing with like Bianca. She could be a Kurt Angle, but yeah. she has not embraced like the humor of the Kurt Angle. She's not. Right. She's great. She's not. Kurt Angle was like, I will literally humiliate myself in front of 50,000 of you motherfuckers. And yeah. I won a gold medal. With a broken freaking neck. And I don't know if I want her to do the humor because yeah. Kurt Angle got like downright silly. Little little hats. And y'all God. know how I, I feel about little hats. I very much enjoy her on the DoorDash commercial. That's all I know. Yes. That's all I know. I just <laughs> When look. she calls Seamus girl, I'm very into that. <laughs> I mean, that's all, my... You know how I feel about little hats. Girl. All the Team Rex <laughs> stuff was so good in 2000, 2001. 2000, 2001 in that era was so good. He was so funny. But then yeah. it also has the, like, that's, maybe that's not Bianca Belair's thing. Like, she, I don't think that's her lane. That out. Like, it's not like, well, if she was only funny, then it would be, it's not that at all. He reached into so many different, different mm. areas to, to, for, like, he's, like, let's say she's a, a five lion Voltron and he is like a 10 lion Voltron. And there's no other ten lion Voltron, so it's not. If you're five lion Voltron, that's plenty of. It's not. We're not on a scale of five of like one to ten. Five. That's a, that's great. And also, she's young. She can recruit she can other people. Yeah, she a baby. She could become yeah. a ten lion in insane physical shape. So yeah. she's Good got Lord. so much time ahead of her. Yeah, all those muscles around that precious neck. Keep I can't. them. Keep yeah. them. Please keep it's your all... neck. <laughs> I worry about eggs. It's all just like adding more, even more, more depth to her personality is going yes. to be like, that's, that's where the room for growth is. And it's not like there's nothing broke right now. It's working great Mm-mm. right now. But the mm-hmm. more you add, the the better it gets. That's, that's it. It's simple as that. It's exactly. Like you want to go from A plus to A plus 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 there. Here's how you do it. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's it. 
Agreed. If you want to talk more about Bianca Belair or Extreme Rules with people who love wrestling like you do, join our Facebook group and follow us on Twitter. Links to those are in the show notes. When we come back, we've got three things from wrestling to share with you. That's up next on Tights and Fights. Did your neighbor back into your car? Bring that case to Judge Judy. Think the mailman might be the real father? Give that one to Judge Mathis. But... Does your mom want you to flush her ashes down the toilet at Disney World when she passes away? Now that's my jurisdiction. Welcome to the court of Judge John Hodgman, where the people are real, the disputes are real, and the stakes are often unusual. If I got arrested for dumping your ashes in the Jungle Cruise, it would be an honor. I don't want to be part of somebody getting a super yacht. I don't know at what point you want to go into this, but we've had a worm bin before. Available free right now at MaximumFun.org. Judge John Hodgman, the court of last resort when your wife won't stop pretending to be a cat and knocking the clean laundry over. Welcome back to Tights and Fights. I'm Hal Lublin, and I'm joined today by... Danielle Radford. And... Lindsay Kelk. This week, we're going to share some of the joy of wrestling with you. This is the three count. Watch my three count. Danielle, what would you like to put over? So someone put on my timeline, I believe it's Shawn Michaels on, it looks like it's Sally Jesse Raphael. It might be a different one. I don't know, man. Like there were a bunch of like these different white Oprah shows in like the 90s. He's on one of the white Oprah shows and he is talking about, this is the first time that I recall someone being like, hey is wrestling fake and him be and someone being like we're sports entertainers he doesn't sound like that he was like a black dude um but someone being like hey like we're sports entertainers we sports entertained yada 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 um and then it all got really weird with women being like can i touch your chest and then just coming up and like touching him and i have to believe it's kayfabe or else it comes off really creepy here's a clip i want to know do these fights be real or just is just for tv well, it's we're sports entertainment. We make no bones about that. But uh, but the skills are real. Exactly. I mean, the when you fall, activity, the physical activity yeah, is very real. But fall. we want people to enjoy themselves. Yeah. Certainly. I want to rub his chest. You want to rub that? his chest? Huh? Okay. <laughs> Lindsay, what would you like to put over? I was gonna put over Seth and Bailey's little outfits on Raw because uh, mm. it was adorable. Uh, but then I was reminded that uh, one of my favorite TikTok and Instagram accounts, uh, Idea Soup, I'm sure almost everyone listening to this is like, I love Idea Soup. That guy <laughs> tells me stuff. Uh, but if you don't know about Idea Soup, it's a guy who tells you stuff. And one of his most recent stuffs that he told you was the story of Kurt Angle uh, winning a gold medal with a broken neck. And I love it when I see my wrestles in non-wrestles environments. I mean, he doesn't really touch on what happened next. His whole thing is like, it's crazy. and, and maybe dumb but this guy wrestled with a broken neck and i really wanted to reply and be like there's more to the story so <laughs> it went quite it went quite badly uh but i didn't but if you just wanted to see it and support idea soup who is cool and i he's not a mark but like let's get him you know he's not a mark because of the way he handles the story but i think we could get him if we tried uh so go check out idea soup and the uh video is the man who won a gold medal me me the man who won a gold medal with a broken neck Maggle. it's fun <laughs> 
Sorry. Meckle. Meckle. I'd love a meckle. I don't know about you, You Al. would not love a meckle. <laughs> I might. You might. <laughs> One of the things I love in this world is when somebody meets a celebrity or someone they're a huge fan of and they are treated well. And that is what happened recently when somebody waited for two hours to meet Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Uh, here's just a small clip of their interaction with one another. I am dying. Uh, it warms my cold, cold heart. Mm. That does it for this episode of Tights and Fights. This week, your hosts were Lindsay Kelk and Danielle Radford, along with me, Hal Lublin. You can catch my voice in the season finale of Blood and Treasure. It's out there now, so I can yes! say. See if you can bra, see if you can bra, find it. Bra. The little it's a little we got this Easter egg. And you can also listen to We Got This with Mark and Hal to have a whole omelet of that. Danielle? Um, yeah, just like usual, watch honest trailers. I have some stuff coming up, which is very exciting. I might write things again. Yay, good for me. I'm doing it. Um that's it. Follow me on like uh, uh, my Twitter, which is just Danielle Radford. My Instagram, Danielle underscore Radford. I will try to do better. I might even tick a talk, which I think is also going to be under Danielle underscore Radford. I don't know. We'll figure it out. I'll let you all know on my like primary Twitter account. Lindsay. Books. Uh, there's books. Uh, the Christmas Wish is out in one month. It's out so soon. How did that happen? Uh, and I just announced um, a book tour in the UK that is all announced and confirmed now. We're doing like 10 events or something crazy. So uh, go to my, my any of my socials, at Lindsay Kelk. The information is all there. One of the events is already sold out. So sorry if you live in Guildford, but it's not that far from London. And we are doing a London one. So come on, people. I'm coming from LA. Eh? So that would really help me out if you could travel 20 minutes by train. But yes, come and see me and to sweet me. And we will have a grand old time. But otherwise, you can just pre-order The Christmas Wish from anywhere you pre-order books or ask your library to get it for you and then everyone can enjoy it. Also, uh, happy belated birthday to Lindsay Kelk. Happy belated Thanks. birthday. Thanks. I had one of those. That's you did. Right. And an anniversary. You were busy. That's right. You did it all. Uh, Kel, just, just try and pack it all in and I'm a very time efficient woman. Help. <laughs> <laughs> Not me. Our producer is the pun disputed champion Julian Burrell. Senior producer at Maximum Fun is Laura Swisher. Mike Eagle is the voice behind our theme music so we're putting him over for that. Thank you to all the Max Fun members that keep this show going. Keep up with us all week long on all of our social media channels in the show notes. That's where you can also find a link to the official Tights and Fights t-shirt. You've waited long enough. Go treat yourself. We'll be back next week for more, you guessed it, wrestling. Tights and Fights Podcast. Tights and Fights. Raw was good. I don't know what to tell you. I'm fine. Raw, raw, smack down now. Raw, raw, smack down now. La, 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 Sammy, yeah. <laughs> it's main event time. Lashley, the only one. Oh, God. Yeah. On to the next. Fuck it, yeah. On to the next. <laughs> we talk about WWE every week. Let's, let's just roll along. <laughs> Merrily we roll along. <laughs> MaximumFun.org Comedy and culture Artist owned Audience supported